Hello, everybody. Good morning and welcome to Pick and Roll, your NBA betting show that goes live on weekday mornings here at the Board YouTube channel. And if you're enjoying the content that we've been giving you, drop a like and subscribe to make sure you're keeping up to date with all the NBA playoff content that we have coming your way. On this show, we go through the recap of the previous day's plays. We get into the free pick for today. We do have one free pick for you guys coming. And then we'll also break down the Lakers and Warriors game, which is tonight. And we could see both of these series end tonight, or we could see two teams push to a game six. But let's get into the recap here. And uh, I got to say, it was late. I was not able to stay up for this one. Looking at the recap of the plays, uh, it looks like we got saved by a couple of free throws late on Kevin Durant, which stopped him getting taken off the court and also got him over on his point total here. Uh, we do cast the same game parlay here on Jokic, Durant, and MPJ. Uh, is my assessment based on the list of plays accurate to what happened, Pips? Yeah. It, it, yeah. So It was going to be garbage time, but he got fouled, so we had to stay on to yeah. shoot, right? So Michael Porter Jr. cashed in the first half. No sweat. Nikola Jokic, huge third quarter. No sweat. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant had 24 points with... I think eight minutes left. We needed one bucket. He had 24 points while he was four for seven from free throw line. So he missed three free throws. So it was kind of looking like, okay, this is not going to happen like this. Come on. Then he had two wide, not wide open, but good mid range shots that went like completely definition of in and out. And I was like, come on, man. Like, don't. No, not another hook. And then yeah. I saw bench players going to the scoring table. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's over. And then co- uh, referee said they weren't going there on time. So one more possession. Brick oh my from the Denver Nuggets. And uh, Durant like took two mid-ranges, missed it. And then another drive to the rim. So he decided, I won't set for mid-range. I'll go drive, get to the free throw line and score one bucket for for our pick and roll show. And like, yeah, I mean, and, and so the, when he got fouled, the play stopped and they changed four out of five of the players in the court. Obviously, he was shooting, so he couldn't get yeah. taken off. And he got to 26 because he made both those free throws, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, uh, a little bit of luck for us, I suppose. Uh, but we've been finding some good spots, not getting some great luck for the playoffs. So we will absolutely take it. We moved to 11.2 units on the season, a 3.8% ROI. And we're going to put that to the test here as we have a game between the Heat and the New York Knicks. If you watched the show before the previous game that we had between these teams, you will know that uh, we had success on Randall and Struess, but not on Josh Hart. So let's just take out Josh Hart from the bet today. But we're going to go back to Randall and Struess. And we have a minus 110 three-leg parlay here, courtesy of FanDuel. We're going to take Randall over six and a half rebounds, so similar to the last time, and and his under 29 and a half points. So two plays there on Randall, and we're going to pair those with Max Struess over seven and a half points. Once again, that is at FanDuel. Once again, that is minus 110 odds. So uh, back to the well here. These legs of the parlay cashed last time. It was not Josh Hart. Um, obviously, you liked what you saw. Why don't you break down this play for us? So the first part is Julius Randle rebounds. Uh, so last three games, he had 12, 14, and 9 rebounds. Last game, 9 rebounds. He fouled out in that game. Also, he 
there wasn't as many as rebounding chances in that game because Miami Heat just shoot well. Now they are going home, so I expect a bit drop in in, in Miami Heat efficiency shooting. Also, over the last three games, uh, Julius Randle is leading uh, by far, leading the rebounding chances for for Knicks. Second on that list is Josh Hart, who seems to not play that much, so even more rebounding opportunities for Julius Randle. So yeah, I, I like Randle in this one, and if I, I didn't actually check the season because I did for the last bet, but I know it, it looked unbelievable uh, for Julius Randle when he is playing over 30. I'll just check it live. So Julius Randle when playing 32 plus minutes. I'll just just a second. Yep. Uh, on on this line is uh, 90%. So he covered this line 90% uh, when he plays 32 or more minutes. And if you take only look at this season, it's actually 92% clear rate. Oh, I mean, playing 32 plus minutes on this rebounding line. And I do expect 40, 42, 44 minutes for Julius Randle tonight. He had foul trouble and fouled out until now playing 39 minutes in the last game. So yeah, I expect just huge minutes for, for Randall. Less hard because they need grounds grinds for shooting. So he's their best rebounder. So yeah, that's the the, the highest price on all of all of all our bets in this. Second part is Julius Randall under 30, under 29 and a half points. Last game he shot crazy efficient. She's 62% from the field and still end up scoring only 20 points in 39 minutes. Highest scoring game of eight games in the playoffs so far was 25 points in the first game against Miami Heat in, in a win. So like his best game is still five points of this. And in this season playoffs, it's kind of ridiculous to even say it, but he averaged 16 points. So. Mm -hmm. This is just almost double of, of, of this. And yeah, he's getting double teamed when he's in a, in a good post-up situation. Either on He's either on Bema Debayo or Max Struess or Jimmy Butler. So single coverage of Butler and Bema Debayo, very, very difficult. And if he gets Ma Max Struess on him or Kelly Martin, if he gets deep, into the uh, the post or something, they double team. So no no good and easy shots for 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 Julius Randle. And the second part of this third, third part I will say the second player. Yeah. It's Max Truss. Last three games 17, 19, 16. Was probably the second best player, maybe third after Jimmy Butler and Bema Debayo in the last game. But he provided them them with great shooting. Last two games shot 20 field goal attempts for three. So he is, the, he is their main shooter without hero. They need shooting without uh, hero. Uh, and they're double, team, double teaming a lot on Jimmy Butler, and that creates a lot of struths, wide open opportunities or cuts. And yeah, like he, he, he covered this line in, in five straight games. So the, this should be just a great spot for, for, for Max Struz. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, Max Struz has been playing really well, but haven't really seen his point lines jump up a lot. I mean, we're getting it here at over seven and a half. 
uh, which is a great addition to this bet. So super happy with this play. Excited to see this one play out tonight. I know you were not very confident in the New York Knicks and their ability to come back in this series. So we'll see how that shapes up tonight. Uh, we'll talk about another team here that uh, needs to win tonight. Is it a must-win game in the Golden State Warriors? We'll also talk a little bit about yesterday's Sixers-Celtics game. But before that, let's talk Warriors-Lakers. Game five tonight, Lakers are up 3-1. What adjustments do you think the Warriors are going to throw out today? Maybe another change in the starting five to combat the Lakers and get a much a must win. It's a must win. How are they going to go and get the win here today? I don't think they need to change much. They had the game on their hands in the last game and just choke, choke in, in the last four decisions. So I think that's a huge part of it. I mean, it's so much attention. Steph Curry, Clay, Clay Thompson needs to step up. He had a terrible game. Jordan Poole, non-existent. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, he's it's been very bad. difficult spot, but I I think Steph Curry needs to be very more aggressive, even not like isolate isolation against Davis kind of aggression. <laughs> but I think overall he needs to be very aggressive. <laughs> they run the season high pick and rolls with with Steph Curry in the last game, and I think that needs to be continued. Uh, they did uh, Lakers defense, so whatever so far the Golden State Warriors did in every, every change that they did didn't affect much of the way Lakers were defending them. So that's kind of you need to do something to make Lakers need to somebody do adjustments on defensive end. So Anthony Davis playing unbelievable defense. So yeah, I, I think it, it's about second guy to, to step up. Steph Curry will score 30 points and have probably 7, 8 assists, maybe even 10. So it's about the, the next guy. Who is the next guy after Steph Curry? Last game, Clay Thompson, 3 from 11, 9 points, 9 points. Yeah, there's nobody who stepped up with him. Yeah. So Gary Payton was the best player, best scorer after <laughs> Steph Curry. He was seven from nine from the field, most of the cut, cuts, and scored 15 points. Jordan Poole, 10 minutes in the game, zero from four. So if you if you remember the, the first game of the series when people were asking me about a lot about Jordan Poole to bet, yeah. You, yeah. 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 So I said that doesn't make any sense. He ended up score double, cleaning double the line. Yeah. And then next three games he was double under the line next three games all three straight easy yeah. unders. jordan Poole has like one game every six that reminds you like, okay he's actually good and then five games in a row where you so, wonder so, how he makes so much money yeah i know people are like okay you said don't take pool everyone wasn't him blah, blah yeah i know like in most cases he won't cover this like of course he can cover have some crazy hot shooting game as he did he made six threes but so yeah next next game six points that game he had uh 21 points next game six next game five last game nice. zero so 11 points over the last three games combined so he didn't cover this line in combined in, in, in the next three games so yeah i'm just saying like sometimes yeah. and the thing i have my my private betting and we had on the show Whenever we lose our bet, next game it's a winner. 
I think we had seven or eight straight losers that were winners in the next game. So yeah, that's it's it, nothing changes, but it's some kind of variance and yeah, yeah. Uh, as for Jordan Poole, like I remember la even last year in the playoffs, he, he was he had some big moments in the finals, which so people kind of remember that. But he was mostly poor and wasn't really getting much play time, barring like one or two games. So uh, very streaky player, but somebody's got to step up. And he did game one. We'll see if anybody can help Curry today. Yeah, I, I didn't understand when they gave them him so much money because... I I don't I think I said Nate, something early in the season that I'm not a huge fan of Jordan Poole and not too high on him. Everyone was talking like, like yeah, how he's and, uh, great, six men of best six men in the league and something. I was like, no, my watch. And it doesn't help that he can't play defense either, uh, and it has yeah. not helped the Warriors. Let's yeah. talk Steph about. Car oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I just want to say, like Steph Curry is like elite defender compared to the Jordan Poole. <laughs> Right, and no disrespect, but that is a problem if that's the case. Yeah. So let's talk about the Sixers and Celtics here. The 76ers, I, I don't know if it's the 76ers played really well. The Celtics did not play well, but it was a extremely comfortable win for the 76ers. They are up 3-2. I will remind everybody, the Celtics were down 3-2 in the conference semis last season, but as many Celtics reporters have been saying on social media today, this year kind of feels a little bit different and kind of the bite is gone with this team. Um, do you think the Celtics have enough to turn this series around and still advance to the conference finals? Hope not. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I do think they have, they are a better team. That, that's no question. But yes, uh, their effort is, is kind of not there. They were playing like regular season type of basketball so many times in this, in, throughout these last couple of games. So... Yeah, if if Maxi can can so, Embiid and Harden did their part. Like Harden played unbelievable games. The, if you look at the stats, you won't see much, but he was in, so in control. It's so, such a clean game for for James Harden. Embiid did his part, scored everything that he was supposed to score, made every shot go to the line, put them in foul trouble, and etc. Et but we had Maxi huge huge game from, from Terry's Maxi, and that was the difference. Also, huge minutes for Daniel House of the bench. He's he's best on defense, yeah. and and he did some unbelievable finishes on the rim. On the next, on the he other was side, surprising. Was he was he was good. He had a good game. Yeah, Tobias Harris had tremendous game, ruined by some weak foul calls and foul trouble, and he played didn't play much in the second half. And I think I think this was I don't talk about officiating a lot, but another game where or officiating was heavily in favor of F Boston Celtics. I had like I was watching with a friend and we like like 15 like over 10 situation where it was like 50-50 call and that goes uh, to Boston Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, and they still didn't win, so that's kind of scary. On the other side. So, but yeah, killed. They, they they got blown out. The garbage time made it look a little bit better, but they were down by like 20 points late in this game. Let, let, and I want to make something clear. So, a lot of people are very high on Jalen Brown. Yeah, he, he is a very good player. And some even go saying he's almost on the level of Jason Tatum. And that's so not true. So, uh, 
the last game it was someone asked him why he was uh, not aggressive enough didn't get looks so it was like a narrative that Celtics didn't go to Jalen Brown and that's so not true because he can dribble the ball he can't self-create so and he was in huge great ball denial by PJ Tucker so it wasn't the thing that they didn't go to Jalen Brown it was that he's unable to create advantage to get his shots in this series especially in the last two games we saw uh, this season when the series started we had PJ Tucker on Jason Tatum and that was okay but Jalen Brown was very efficient so they switched and like PJ, I think this is the PJ Tucker not Doc Rivers uh, adjustment I think PJ Tucker said let me deny the ball Jalen Brown let Jason Tatum isolate the entire game so Doc Rivers in, surprised me in this game <laughs> and I'll just say why so he put Melton or Tyrese Max at Maxi or some smaller guards to guard Jason Tatum and that's because he wants to take away his pick and roll game so he puts mismatch on Jason Tatum and let him isolate one-on-one -on -one. and when he tries or beat his player they bring double team of smart who can't shoot and all of Horford who was one from eight or, or zero from eight in the series in the last game so that's crazy to think like you on purpose give mismatch to Jason Tatum and deny the ball to Brown and Jason Tatum has a mismatch so he doesn't even try to get ball to the Brown because he'll attack his mismatch and then they double team him and the Embiid is just anchoring inside and helping to the rim unbelievable so this kind of disrupted Boston offense because they were one of the best moving ball teams in the league yeah. and suddenly they are isolation team and Jason Tatum is a great player but when you, you are isolating and double teamed on inside it's kind of step up step back threes for, for him to shoot over his guard so unbelievable deep uh, deep uh deep uh, I don't know what to say but deep thing deep thinking Thank from inside yeah yeah I, I understand I understand what you yeah. mean yeah so uh, it, it, it's like it's like allowing a guy to to take to think he has the advantage and take worse shots because he thinks he has the advantage there so you know when he sees the mismatch mismatch he's going to go at it but what you get instead okay 36 points but 11 of 27 shooting three of 11 from three so and they're comfortable the, allowing yeah. it to have those shots and, not, and taking out Brogdon and Brown out, out, out of the game and their shots because they just let Jason Tatum get to this yeah, spot, to his yeah. Spot. And, and Tatum also, was a minus 26 in this game um plus minus and everything but just a lot of signs here showing that like they're comfortable letting him do his, do that. And one of the issues that Tatum had in his second season in the league was this. It was the inefficiency. It was the ISO game, which they kind of forced him into doing that here. So, I mean, we'll see how Boston adjusts to that in game six. But I, I kind of agree with, with Colin Boxbreaks here. It, it could be coaching that isn't picking this up. It could be Missoula being a, a little bit stubborn. What do you think? I'll say season before Udoka came to the Celtics, they looked exactly the same. Yeah. They, they, they were looked like they don't give a flying F <laughs> to, 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 to compete. 
and then Yudoka came and they switched. They first two months of the season they were all exactly the same, and then they switched and got like com very competitive, fighting very hard in every single game, every single possession, and they got to the finals. These teams as pre Yudoka type mentality, and that's what we've seen so far in the playoffs. So I don't think. It's like he's a bad coach. I think Yudoka did an amazing job, and that we we are seeing it now how great of a coach he was for, for this Boston Celtics team. So I think it's they are better, they're the more talented team. They are deeper. They have more guys that can provide something, and it's then it's how hard you get and how hard you work for it. Yeah, it's difficult to say, but and yeah, Mazula getting out coached by Doc Rivers is. Kind of bad sign. No, not great. not great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of coaching, as much as it is basketball related, it is man management as well and getting uh, the most out of the players as individuals and as people. So perhaps Mazul isn't doing that in his rookie season as head coach. Although we could be sitting here Monday talking about this as the Celtics win two in a row win this series because yeah. I they. I'll have to double check here. They could be favored in both. They're favored away at the Sixers. They will be favored at home in game seven if there is a game seven. So, yeah, but uh, they could turn this series around for sure. Yeah, but obviously, Celtic, uh, CSN are favored to go. But yes, 76ers are favored to win at least one of the next two games. Yes. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, we could be here Monday talk about this as yeah, a Celtic yeah, season. It's, it's not done yet. But yeah. The 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 body language was terrible. For, for yeah, Celtics. agreed. And, and their their crowd was very silent, non-existent. So I I love it. Uh, somebody does not like the Celtics. I like it. I do remember the Brad Stevens coaching days, where yes, the uh, they they don't have that heat culture. Let's just say I'll put I'll put yeah. it as simply as that. There's no heat culture, but. Uh, hey, we'll see how this series turns out. I'm excited for the Lakers-Warriors game tonight. And, of course, the Heat and Knicks game, which we, which is where we have our official pick for today's show. Let's pull it up now. It is a three-leg parlay. Two legs are on Julius Randle. We take him over six and a half rebounds and under 29 and a half points. And we're going to put those with Max Struess over seven and a half points. We got minus 110 odds at FanDuel. That has been your show for today. Reminder that this is the last week of the show in the pick-and-roll format. So, Hopefully you guys have enjoyed us this season. We still have some more content coming next week, just under a little bit of different rebranding. That'll be more preview centric than betting centric, kind of what we do now, but less on the betting because it's difficult with the conference finals. So stay tuned on the board YouTube channel by subscribing, rate and review five stars. If you're listening in audio form. Let's hope this pick cashes for us. Let's boost that those unit sizes back up to the regular season numbers. And we will be back tomorrow for more pick and roll. Thanks again, everybody. 